Welcome back to the Lighting the Way podcast. I'm your host, Emily Parr, and I'm here again with the beautiful, fabulous Sarah L. And today is going to be an end of year wrap up for 2021. We're going to be talking about some of the biggest life lessons that we learned in this extremely transformative year and how we're transitioning into 2022 personally and as a collective and kind of the things that we are seeing coming up. And we're also going to be talking about 2022 manifestation and vision boarding and goal setting for that as well. So let's get into it. Um, what do you have to say about this year? Oh my. Well, first of all, it is an honor to be back because I know that 2021 is coming to a halt and I'm so glad that we've been able to record so many amazing and transformative podcasts this year. And I'm very excited and also humbled to watch where 2022 is going to lead. 2021 was a year of uprooting for me and really deciding, you know, actually the proper word is discerning what is to be kept what is to be you know planted and and grown (laughs) per se um and then really what is what is gonna be let go and fully released in 2021 how about you discernment is a really big word i honestly didn't learn that word until about fall of 2020 and I feel like I kind of implemented that in 2021, sort of learning when to pull back and when to spring forward, I think was a really big theme for this year. Um, especially because for me on a personal level, this was by far, and I, I really feel this like in my bones, this was by far the most transformative year of my entire life. I don't think that I'm going to have another year that is as transformative as this one will be. Maybe like when I have my first child one day or something, that will be like an extremely transformative year. But this was monumental. Like I launched this podcast and a YouTube channel and I published a book with you and um I became a life coach and I became I started doing Reiki healing sessions and readings and doing workshops and all doing it from my childhood bedroom floor (laughs) and then I managed to manifest trips and I manifested union with my divine counterpart and I hit a hundred thousand followers on TikTok like it was I'm not kidding the most um like fast pace upgrade quantum leap type of year ever and I feel like um now I'm kind of closing out all the cycles that uh were leading up to that so oh my god I mean first of all what you just said there acknowledging all of these amazing victories and these milestones that you've made i would love for anybody out there listening to sit with themselves for a little bit and acknowledge all of what 21 held for them because i didn't think of that i really didn't think oh my god you actually published your book was it this year i felt like it was like (laughs) like a whole like five years ago now (laughs) right and you know, I I have to think about those things too. Like this was the year my coaching business actually started and bloomed. And it, uh, like, I'm here now I'm, I'm manifesting my first 10 K month, my first 10 K clients. Like this is, this is really here. And if I can give, um, a, a major like moment, 
I think this year was the year that I fully got to know and claim my power. Like there were so many years before this where my mind was ruling over, you know, lower energies were taking over. They were running my life. And this year was the year I claimed that sovereignty. I really started to get to know myself on a conscious level and, and holding new standards and claiming boundaries with myself and other people. And this was the year of traveling. I manifested my first car and oh my God, that was like the biggest manifestation of my life to date. Cause it was like, years and years in the making and I just remember in the summertime I had no idea we actually manifested a home our first home together like this is really amazing and yeah the whole car thing I was like I have this vision for what I want and there's nothing that I want to settle for and I was willing to do it by all means necessary and I this year I learned about surrendering and trusting the divine and really trusting that things are going to happen and unfold so much more miraculously than we believe and they did and they will and they continue to do so but just you know those daily victories too those daily like I really conquered myself I conquered the the fears the doubts that we let go the patterns that we let go of I found my sobriety this year as well which was another I mean I I really that was a big to, one that's yeah. a, that's a huge one yeah that's your health and health comes first and and a 10 year battle with that after and I don't think I've ever really spoken about this on on podcasts or anything I did actually do something last year around this time um towards addiction and towards really understanding the paradigm of addiction and the patterns and the the pain that we numb from ourselves and then having just now I actually want to talk about a little bit those quantum leaps because I learned that we don't notice those quantum leaps until we're looking back in in hindsight because in the moment you're just going through the daily thing you're leading up to it you're trusting that it's here you're doing all the inner work you're doing all the outer work even and then you one day you're just like oh my god like I'm in this reality now I'm here and you look back and you're like whoa all of these changes all of these like these manifestations, these blessings that I was looking for, that I was longing for, are finally here. So it's so wild. It's so wild. And there's so many small victories within that, that you're talking about that, like, the quantum leap doesn't just happen overnight, like some people think it does, like everything that we just listed off are such massive, major, major things, (laughs) like, major life changing things that I feel that someone listening might be like, Oh, my God, but like, how did they do all of that? And it was seems so easy and overnight, but it wasn't, it's really all about taking that aligned action on a daily basis, which I talk about in the book that we published together. Um, And celebrating those smaller victories. And like you said, the surrender. Oh my God, the amount of times that that word has come up this past year. And thank God I have, or we both have, um, because at some point you'll see that the resistance is hurting you. And I know for myself, that um just answering my my soul's calling overall had i really resisted that and had i stuck in the pattern of well i'm not i'm not qualified to speak on that yet or i'm really not on the other side of this yet to to go there and to talk about it 
I would never be where I am right now. And that resistance to what you to what the universe wants for you only hurts you more. And it and I find what happens is if we were we're really resisting what the universe wants for us, our life circumstances will become unbearable until we answer that calling. I have a friend right now, my best friend Janisha. Oh my god. She's been in a job that is not not for her soul calling at all. And she knows her soul calling. And we've heard it for a long time. And the job has become more and more and more unbearable. And that's what happens. Whatever you're resisting is going to persist until you surrender and until you allow yourself to receive those blessings and until you start looking at those smaller victories and celebrating them because if you don't have the gratitude for the small victories and where you're at right now and you don't choose to do what you can with what you have in the moment you're not going to make that massive quantum leap because it's all about those tiny little changes in thought Absolutely. And I would love to give a testimony to even the invisible victories that we have. I realized this year that my greatest resistance was actually mental and releasing the pain that for years and years and years had just been weighing me down, breaking me down, holding me back. And like you said, that pain eventually becomes so unbearable. And um, so I want to share a little bit to to understanding that even counting the inner peace that we feel, those those little moments of, of bliss, like especially because the last year has been, um, I would I would say a battle with my ego and a battle with my old self. And there's there's so many other things under the surface that I don't feel are aligned with this conversation today, but that when you are, are facing them in the moment and you, you recognize the deep duality between that real pain that we're carrying and those stories, the ego, the limitations, the beliefs, and then experiencing bliss where that's not present anymore and really allowing yourself to sink into that, to, to hold that, to really be grateful for it. Um, one of the great, the biggest patterns that I've watched myself um, release this year is like my past life and and I'm not saying past lives I'm saying the life that my ego ties itself to be and for so many months before this and even years I had been replacing one ego identity with another and if I wasn't you know if I was trying to release one belief system I was picking up another and it was like a cycle kind of thing but now I have come to this place where I'm fully like surrendering and releasing the concept of ego and identity and just not picking one up and dropping the other or dropping one off to pick up another, um, but to really, you know, hand it over to the divine and trust the plan and surrender to the plan. And I find that the plan um, and our soul's calling is truly what brings us that natural bliss. And anything that we resist, any of that pain that we're resisting, that pain that, you know, it's, it's so heavy, it's so unbearable, it, it brings you down, it's soul sucking. Mm -hmm. To let go of that and to, to come back to your bliss and to trust, I mean, this was by far, actually last year was the year I wrote my first book work of the divine not my first book but like my first real memoir it's called work of the divine and 
I thought that was going to be the beginning, but that was like the birth. That was the birth of my relationship and my communion with God. And this year was the year that I lost it and learned to walk with God and learn to continue walking with God and not to forget and not to think that it's ever over. So noticing those things and whatever transformation, whatever you let go of that you might've thought, oh, you know, whatever, it's not a big deal give space to that, honor it, acknowledge it, because even the, even the bliss and the peace are major milestones. Yes. And that part of surrendering it to a higher being, to God, to the divine, to the universe, whatever you choose to label it as, is so important because at some point it becomes like, you can't do it alone. You can't, you, you Spiritual ascension and, and the spiritual journey is about unbecoming everything that isn't meant for you to hold on to. So at some point you have to realize that it, you don't have to hold it all on your shoulders. And so much, of, so many of us really do have that actual physical tension in our neck and our shoulders. When you surrender it, it it's understanding like this isn't yours. You can leave it. You can burn. You can rip it up. You can burn it. You can flush it down the toilet, and it can be gone. And you can choose a new thought pattern. And that really is, I think, the biggest um, change for myself as well this year is just recognizing like release is the most important thing that you can do on a daily basis to put you in alignment with that bliss that you're talking about because the bliss is your natural state your natural state of being is bliss and love and abundance and pleasure it's pleasure and joy in all of your senses and everything that is surrounding you it's a matter of releasing everything that is not in alignment with that it's not about striving for something that you don't already have you already have everything within you and the divine wants to remind you that you already have everything that you need within you and all the rest they can take away i know for myself also this whole year i've just been saying i all my quiet moments with god have just been like please remove anything from my life that is not in alignment with my most optimal timeline and i really feel that god has blessed me with that i really truly feel like I've taken off like years maybe maybe lifetimes because I did so much generational healing this this year of um toxicity that was not meant for me to carry and I really feel especially within the past week that I've gained confirmation that that cycle of turmoil and that cycle of toxicity that I um, came here to break has now been broken with all the work that I've been doing on a mindset level. And that's the thing is that I keep repeating this all year, all year. I keep saying that what you heal within yourself, you're going to heal within your entire bloodline. So the most important thing that you can possibly do moving forward in 2022, if you're not already on that path is to, is to focus on healing your mindset. It, it's not about changing everything else around you physically necessarily. It's really what you are changing within yourself. I've recognized so many patterns within myself um, that were wired to just expect pain, to mm -hmm. mistrust the plan, to, um, to plain and simply to expect pain. And it was such a deeply engraved belief in me that this year I was humbled and initiated and tested into fully releasing. And um, just to come back to that, listen, you are the peace, you are the love, you are the bliss. 
under all of that. And so when you mentioned, you know, releasing that the generational traumas, the, the, the nervous system trauma, the, the stuff that we've been living with for as long as, you know, even consciously we may not remember, I'm in the midst of a divine, divine partnership with this wonderful author. And she has been teaching me so much about the collective feminine and what we're here to do. And all of it is so centered around becoming aware and fully releasing, purging, clearing, purifying the traumas and, and really all of the patterns that have just been set up to, to keep us low. Um, I won't speak too much of that because I think there's so much more that goes into it, but everything that we're going through all, especially I mean, we're just, we're just coming out of that eclipse season and all these retrogrades and all of this stuff. And I can see now clearly um, as much as it, it, you're sort of blinded to it in the moment, you're just so blinded by the pain. You're like, why is this happening to me? I'm just so down and all of that stuff. But again, in hindsight, we see, why that those initiations were so important because we're being called to make space we're being called to release that which does not serve our, our peace and and the overall like true empowerment of the feminine and you know all of the patterns the traumas the the, the wounds that we carry the limiting beliefs that we carry um there's so many that everyone is going to be called to release in their own ways. Um, and so I ask to, again, all of our, our listeners out here, what are you being called to release? What are you being called to process, to finally acknowledge? And, you know, as painful as it is, because those, the pain comes from it running our lives. The pain comes from it running our timeline and controlling our mind and controlling our emotions and bringing us down. So that pain right there, you are being called to release it. You are being called to, to leave it in 2021. I was just having this conversation with my boyfriend like two nights ago. We were saying, oh my God, like we're in the last couple of weeks of 2021. And I thought to myself, you know, as much as I'm kind of excited for this year to end, I'm also realizing that it's not going to come back. And so a lot of it, like we're, we're holding on for dear life. We're holding on to this year and all of the past and, and the familiar for dear life. But I know that for a lot of us, that stuff is really painful and that stuff is not serving our peace, our, our, our joy, our happiness. And so I ask you, what are you being called to release? And as painful as it is to admit, as hard as it is to forgive, as hard as it is to put down that it feels sometimes, allow it, allow it to fully arise and, and release and choose that new timeline, that optimal timeline, like Emily was saying. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's hard to know or be fully aware of what needs to be released. Uh something came up for me this week that I have not given nearly enough attention and I keep pushing down. Um, I have a very unhealthy relationship with food and body image. And for many, many years, I kind of kept ignoring it. I was like, maybe I have an eating disorder. Maybe I don't. I don't think that it's something that you can diagnose. And then this week I did a, a healing session with Michelle at Divine's Purpose, who's like my favorite person to go to for sessions. And she was like, 
you have an eating disorder just just say it you have an eating disorder it may not be like it, it may be atypical anorexia or it may be whatever it may not be a label but you have an eating disorder and it's time to acknowledge it and to acknowledge those thought patterns that are not serving you so that you can come into true pleasure within yourself and your body and um it feels really good to be able to say it out loud and to actually acknowledge it because I, it, it's gotten a lot better than it was. But this is something that I've been struggling with um, silently since I was like eight years old. Um, so sometimes it's things that we don't want to acknowledge or that we're not fully aware of or that we're not paying attention to that needs to come to the light the most. Um, there were so many other cycles that I've been closing out recently, especially with the eclipse season, that I was like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> my stomach's not so good and my food relationship isn't so good. But what about this thing? And what about that thing that I need to close out? And it, what I was saying earlier, it's like the thing that you're being called to most will keep coming up until you answer it. Um, and I think closing out the cycle with, um, with that, especially with body image and um, relating it back to the divine feminine, as you're saying, and the rising of the divine feminine energy is so important because this is the shift that we're making into 2022, which is going to be about the balancing of the feminine and masculine energies. And there's not going to be this um, huge gap that there has been for so long um, with the patriarchal society set up because the big reason why so i'm not alone in this why so many women men too men too have are affected by this is because of the patriarchy the patriarchy says your body is not good enough uh don't overeat it's the holidays right now oh you can't have too many sweets during the holidays you know all of that comes up at this time of year and we have to remember that that is, again, like not our divine state. Our divine state is to um, nourish our vessel as much as possible and let it be a strong vessel for the soul that's coming through and for the life force that's coming through. I noticed myself laughing or chuckling a little bit when you said eating disorder, because for me, it's not eating disorder, but what came to mind was relationship disorder. And I laughed a little bit because I was like, holy fuck, the way some people may view themselves or their body, their physical body, they may view food, they may view business, relationship, whatever, I view in a disordered way, in a way that does not serve me relationships. And it's because I'm holding on to all these standards, all of this trauma, all of this pain, all of these fears and beliefs and programming. Um, and to, to watch how, how far it goes back, you mentioned eight years old. I when I was younger, I definitely, I think my, my eating disorder kicked in around the ages of 12. Um, and, and I had that for many, many years, but I've come to a place where I love and, and I've changed my relationship to food and my body, but I'm noticing that this year I'm being called to, <laughs> to love and change my relationship to relationships and to overall union and partnerships and things like that. So if anybody here has actually been tuned in, uh, we did a relationship podcast about couple months ago now or, or weeks ago um just talking on union and union with self and union with others and with god and things like that so that's a good shout out to to go listen to it was so powerful but this year i'm so noticing all of those like 
deeply painful patterns and just the way that you know you've got past attachments you've got past traumas you've got wounds that that don't allow you to feel vulnerable that don't allow you to open yourself to beautiful and and seeing gorgeous relationships in your life um so to me that that was hands down one of the end of year cycles that I'm closing is just my whole paradigm on relationships if if you go back to that episode and you you listen to it you'll see that there's a lot of stuff that comes up on just both of our histories um and and for me the history was watching you know my family have really dysfunctional relationships betrayal disloyalty abandonment um you know a lot of tension and restriction in relationships and so i carried that over just like some people carry over their disordered eating their disordered mindset their disordered business or or mindset on money like i know money actually money was definitely one of those um cycles that i was closing out this year i think we're, <laughs> yeah, we're really aligned on that like the relationships especially that that was like the more that was why i didn't pay attention to the eating disorder thing because i was so so um focused on like closing out the cycles with bad friendships oh my god uh yeah really really bad friendships um and bad relationships and transforming my relationships with my family this year um and thank god my relationships have gotten only stronger with my family but there was a lot of people i had to let go of this year and um that's the thing is like you do have to change your relationships with other people if you want to come back to yourself ultimately because um there's a lot of people who are going to throw you off your track and if there's people if you have negative influences in your life and you're trying to heal something as serious as um substance abuse or an eating disorder or whatever it may be generational trauma and you have negative influences who are who just want to commiserate with you and they want to trauma bond with you oh like yeah. that that has to be released that has you have to let go of those friendships if someone is jealous of you and they're not going to support you or cheer you on you can't be friends with people like that um so yeah that was a that was a big one for me too money as you're saying that oh my god um thank god i'm finally like ending off the year financially independent but the whole year i've been manifesting that and i have my patience has been tested tremendously of like where it's going to come from how it's going to happen um but it's come and i've learned a lot when it comes to money mindset it's something that we'll definitely have to talk more about in 2022 together i think both of us are also going to be coming into 2022 with a much more abundant uh trusting surrendered and and empowered paradigm on money truly this year at the beginning of the year if I, I mean i walked into 2020 already having a, a a good foundation like a decent foundation um but like we both said you know being tested having to be patient having to really um uproot all of those blockages and um see how how they just contribute to this overall paradigm i think humanity is especially so many people who already identify themselves as awakened or or healing or things like that we're all really really contributing to the collective um advancement and you said a couple of minutes ago 
that what we heal in ourselves, we heal in, we heal in the generational line, but we also heal it in the collective. And I strongly believe that every individual has their own peace to heal because it's healing in God, it's healing in the collective, it's healing in all. And so we're given these specific beliefs, these paradigms, these tasks, these energies that we're here to alchemize and to transmute and to really heal. Um, for this this balancing that's coming into play and so many things come to mind when I think of what's ahead for for 2022 I'm really excited um, to see so maybe we can we can jump into that a little bit let's definitely get into that so first of all the, what you just said I just want to elaborate on and say that everything that we do within ourselves creates a ripple effect um, and I've noticed even with myself like with my relationships with family, um, I came to the realization, like I'm still living at home with my family because I still have to master my emotions around family. I still have to master my emotions around relationships with other people. So I stopped getting frustrated and that's how I was able to get more of that trust and that patience and that surrender of like, okay, I'm here for a reason. And when my time is up here, it will really be up here. So I can make that transition in the upcoming year. Mm -hmm. And I think in the upcoming year, a lot of us who are really focusing on the self mastery are going to start to see the benefits of that, the rewards for that, like never before. And like you're saying, the abundance that we're ending off the year with, and I see it, I see it for everyone around me, um, is really what we're going to be going into the new year with. We're having a new understanding of what abundance is. It's not about money. It's not about how much money you have in your bank account or how much money you make. I'm sickened by all these people who are like, I made 10K months and I made 7K months and I'm gonna teach you how to make a 5K month. Or like, shut up, sorry. Um, I. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's a number, it's arbitrary, it's linear, it's 3D. And it might mean that you're making more freedom for yourself but that's what has to be focused on that's a true abundance a true abundance is not the actual number that everybody's talking about it's about the luxury the freedom the beauty the love the connection the ability to share and give back um how it makes you feel exactly it's how it makes you feel and that's your tangible result it's not it's not like oh when i have like I manifested the money I wanted to make that I wanted to have in my bank account. And now I'm like, okay, great. I want more mm -hmm. because you realize that that number is arbitrary and that that freedom gets to expand more and it's okay to ask for more freedom. And it's the number that we get so caught up on. So I think that there will be in 2022 more of an understanding of that. And I think there is also going to be more sharing of resources as well the wealth gap and the um wealth gap the wealth gap between the older generations and the younger generation is going to start to close out a little bit closer closer it's not going to close out completely this year but it will get closer and the wealth gap between i think men and women are also going to get closer too there's going to be more of that sharing of resources there too and how we want that to look is up to us yeah and that's, that goes back to the unity consciousness of being able to understand that like the more that we share about our knowledge and wisdom around money and around abundance and around freedom, and the more we realize like, I don't have to hoard this and keep it to myself. That's when everybody gets their cup filled. 
Mm -hmm. And I, I also love touching on the piece that the wealth that we're really striving for and that we hope to see is again related to a feeling we want to live with. And that feeling is accessible no matter what and where and when it is naturally available to us already. So if you want to bring in more wealth into your life in 2022, or even in the remaining weeks of 2021, um, to, to already start feeling that, like noticing already in your life, there's so many masterminds I was part of this year, like even in the last couple months um, regarding money and, and the true wealth consciousness and the quantum leaps we want in wealth and in business and all of these things. And the, the single core piece that everyone came back to was, if you can feel it in yourself now and you can calibrate yourself to it and you can live on that frequency as often as possible and elevate every part of you, every cell, every neuron in your body that, that shoots out and operates in lack and scarcity and fear, if you can elevate that, then you're already starting to, to become that match. And then those clients come or the money comes or you know, you're so open to all these different ways and actually, one of the biggest pieces, too, was, um, and I learned this in 2021, this was like the one of the biggest lessons for me, especially in the, my feminine aspect was coming back to the feminine, balancing my feminine, coming home to her, but also receiving, receiving. Same here. <laughs> oh, my God. And what did we ever receive? We received in all sorts of ways. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, so like receiving resources and, and even giving actually a big lesson I learned, um, especially this year was because I thought that giving and receiving were like, I always knew they were attached, but I thought in order to give, you had to receive. And in order to receive, you had to give. I didn't realize they were actually the same thing. Yeah. Um, and it was just uh, so many, so many lessons, um, but just to give you those two pieces. So, um, yeah, you realize that it's the same thing on two opposite ends of the pole, just the polarity of one another. But I really, I, I feel that the receiving thing is a very big lesson that both of us learned within this year, because um, <laughs> let's just put it this way. We give a lot. Um, and I think women the the old feminist paradigm um has taught us that we have to show up a certain way and that we have to work as hard as men or we have to hustle like they do um and high vibe you gotta be vibe. perfect yeah. all the things yeah and and to be completely honest and this might be controversial but like if you are a woman who wants to be a wife and a homemaker but then you're also expected to work and make your own money you're actually just serving the patriarchy even more you're actually just it's just another job for you mm -hmm. so at some point there has to be a moment for you to say okay like i've given i have fucking given i have shown up i give i give i give i give i give all this free content i give all my love i give all my energy i give all my effort i give all my focus i give all my talent my skill my service everything and mm -hmm. at some point there has to be like no there there has to be that moment of you saying no there has to be a moment of you coming back to yourself and setting boundaries i've nailed that into everyone's heads this year and <laughs> definitely have really set my own but in order to really receive you have to set those boundaries so that there is that balance between all the giving that you did and the time to actually receive to let your boyfriend show up for you or your husband show up for you 
to let your kids help you out, your friends help you out, your family help you out in some kind of way, and to be able to ask for it as well. And to know that that's not, that doesn't make you weak or less than or less strong or, or that um, if you do want to have a family and be a homemaker and not make money, that doesn't mean that you're less deserving or that makes you a gold digger or anything like that. Um, that those are paradigms that we're, we've really, I think, have broken this year. I've really seen it in the collective. Women are like, no, <laughs> I get to receive. These are my high standards. Someone will come meet it. And that's that. And I think um, that's so powerful. That's so powerful when we look at like, when we look at it on a historical level and we look at um, how far women have come um, and where we're going within the new year, especially because there's just more to be received now that we know that we can. Absolutely. And I think fundamentally too, coming back to again, that, that big core is also receiving from the self. That was one of the biggest lessons. Again, another one of the biggest lessons that I learned this year um, was exactly, yeah, we, we're also consumed with, with giving and giving and providing value and giving our energy and giving our love and giving our things. Um, and, and I felt like one of the biggest blockages um, that kept me waiting is, is the truth. One of the biggest blockages that kept me waiting to receive, waiting to finally feel worthy, waiting to all of these things um, was because fundamentally I was not giving or receiving from myself. And this year, probably the last quarter, I learned to start receiving my own love, my own support, my own guidance, my own answers, my own resources, um, and giving to myself. And so actually I learned too, how quickly that cup fills up when you give yourself, like a little goes a long way when it comes to that. And if we give ourselves a lot, imagine what we can go and serve. And, and then we're not taking from ourselves, we're receiving this love from ourselves. We're receiving this support, this guidance, this energy. And then also, you know, giving it out, giving it, sharing it, but then, ultimately it comes back. And then ultimately we are no longer blocking ourselves from that receiving. Like I could tell you how many times this year I've blocked love, I've blocked money, I've blocked opportunities because I didn't feel worthy of receiving it. But because most importantly, I didn't feel worthy of receiving this life from myself. And as I started digging deep and, you know, healing those aspects and really allowing myself to receive not, not only from others, but core like receiving from myself the the tenderness the love the bliss um the opportunities like really receiving the blessings that even god was giving me um that i started seeing how much more i had to give and then how much more it just it fuels itself like yeah. the give and receive it's not so separate after all it's not um, it's not conditional anymore it becomes this unconditional you want to. absolutely not because you feel like you have to in order to have something in order to receive back and you're not um nickel and diming mm -hmm. or keeping track and keep keeping yeah. count of like well they did this so now i have to do that yeah. like you you realize um you realize a value also i think that was a big thing for me too is like self-worth and value <laughs> um i don't think i understood value until this year and i think value really comes down to the time and effort that you put into something um and how like how, quantifying the impact that that time and effort is going to make 
And that might be the more masculine side of it. I'm mm -hmm. not sure exactly what the feminine would have to say. I, I still have to, yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you think the feminine says on that. I learned about it actually, because I, couple months ago, even, even just a couple days ago, if I'm going to be honest, I still, I still really oscillate between the two. Um, but I, I thought that my value came from how much I was able to provide, who I was serving, how much I served this constant hamster wheel of like, I got to give and I got to be of value. And this one truth came to me and it actually, it, it comes to all of us because it's the truth. Your value cannot be measured. Your worth cannot be measured in God. And I've, I've actually been studying a lot of Christ-based consciousness and stuff like that. But in God, in Christ, in period, doesn't matter which God or which universe you believe in, your worth, absolutely. It all means the same, absolutely. Your worth and your value cannot be measured. It is absolutely unconditional and that's where a huge piece of it the feminine side of it because the feminine is being like you are valuable you are worthy without doing anything and then of course you can start introducing the piece into the 3d into the masculine aspect of things and you go out and you share the value that you that you intrinsically are but that was the missing piece for forever for me and um when I started realizing there's nothing you have to be, to, you have to do to be worthy. There is nothing you have to do to provide value, to be of value. You already are. So perfectly said. And I feel like that really just brought me back to myself because at the end of the day, it's a humbling moment of realizing we're all just stardust. Mm -hmm. That, that's all we are. We're just the energy of the cosmos that have incarnated into this human vessel and everything else is just, you know, all an illusion, really. Mm -hmm. um, we are God's creations, too. God has created us exactly as we are and exa exactly as we must be. And already that alone stands for our infinite value across all time, space and dimensions, truly. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing so much blue in your, like this calm blue aura right now on your um, right side. Like you seem to have really healed your masculine and such a, like, I really see it. I see that aura over you. I just needed to <laughs> mention that. Um, yeah, I think understanding the balancing of the masculine and feminine is going to be something that we're going to dive into more into 2022 because mm -hmm. on a numerology level which i love mm -hmm. the divination tools of numerology and astrology and um all of that 22 or two is all about balance as above so below in harmony in peace in unity so we're going to have more conversations as a collective about what it means to be in union within yourself within your own masculine and feminine energies and within your relationships and your relationship to god and how that manifests um because we see this split right now in consciousness of the old paradigm and the new paradigm. And we know what we're talking about when we say that. It's very obvious that how many things have um, advanced within the last two years. Uh, I can't even believe it's been two years, but in the last two years, since 2020, when the pandemic started and all of that, um, 
there has been such a huge shift and split in consciousness in the collective of people who are still stuck in, I have to work like this, and I have to do a nine to five, and I have to, I have to stay within this 3D kind of paradigm, this matrix kind of paradigm, versus all these people who have ascended from that and have realized, you know what, this doesn't work for me. And I want to resign from giving all of my time and attention to something beyond myself. And I want to go within myself and I want to trust my inner guide and I want to trust my heart. And it's so, it's so very clear in conversations. I think also generationally we see that split as well because um, I, I was just thinking about this last night, the older generation, the boomer and beyond, and some, some Gen Xers too, but especially the boomers and older, um, they, they're not, a lot of them are really struggling with this new paradigm. They, they are grasping on to dear life um, with the old way of how things were and how they grew up and how, what they believe their whole lives. Um, and then you also have the new generation that, or young, young, young generation right now that is growing up in this state of emergency that they believe is normal, that they don't know anything other than. So all of us who are in between that <laughs> are like, where, where are we going and what are we doing and how are we healing? Um, I think that all of us in between those generations feel the most responsibility to follow our light and to step up as light workers um, and to come together. And I think, again, that community consciousness, we're going to see that within the new year but it's only going to happen if we have conscious conversations which is what this platform is so great for mm -hmm. i think too that um the, the the conversations we get to have with older generations people and and i could even tell you that there are people there are definitely there's definitely a collective that has even you know their their new generation biologically um, but they still come in and they they've been programmed they've been you know trained and, and conditioned to believe many old patriarchal systems and stuff um, one of the things I feel is that that is a big piece of the contrast that we're here to alleviate I've learned recently because I I'm not going to say it's a resistance but there's something that in me does not resonate with the wholeheartedly accepting the light and the dark side. Now I by far accept my light and my dark side. I've learned to love them and work with them and learn from that. But I also know that in true divine consciousness, we transcend duality altogether. It's like the light above the light and the dark is, is what I've learned. And listen, not everyone's going to resonate with this, but I also have started to learn that the, the undeniable timeless presence and peace comes when we no longer concern ourselves with either or and the duality that we see the old paradigm that we see the the new paradigm that we see the high vibe low vibe all that stuff serves to teach the beyond and to teach us to to be the consciousness witness of all but not getting caught up in either of it and so i i know like this is hands down the biggest battle like we're here as humans to to live within this aspect of duality but i feel as though the transition and the true awakening that's taking place is to help us all sit above 
the duality, to, to sit above all those old paradigms, all the old conditioning, the limiting beliefs, but then also not to be caught up in the whole love and light movement where you have to be high vibe and all that shit all the time too. So I don't know, that was just my, my piece. I, I haven't been fully resonating with, you know, what everybody's saying about, you gotta wholeheartedly accept yourself and, and let your darkness come out and play. And I totally get that. I totally get that. And I'm also, you know, there's certain people out there who are, it's all fucking pleasure and bliss all the time. And I'm like, yeah, fucking please. Okay. But <laughs> to me, that true peace comes above duality. And I think that that's really where humanity is headed is to not get so concerned in either or anymore, to not believe that we are either or. But yes, we get to experience it. We have to experience the contrast, like listening to, to my grandparents speak and, and, you know, their beliefs, their paradigms and stuff. Oh, I, I see the look on your face, girl. Like, I, I absolutely know. And then there's... I love whole, them. <laughs> no, there's also a whole generation of people who are like, you know, there's this whole movement, there's this whole, you got to ascend and enlighten and all this stuff. And I'm saying, and I feel um, that we, that the true ascension and transcendence of that will be to sit above the notion of duality, to sit above it. Um, I don't know how far that goes. Maybe next year we'll have a, a podcast where it's a lot clearer to me, but that's just my, my two piece on uh, what I've been learning. I love that. And I think um, non-naming might be an aspect of that yes. that we discover a little bit more in 2022. I know um, 2021, I started to release the attachment to labeling and naming. Mm -hmm. um, there were a lot of labels I was using that no longer resonated with me. Even now at the end of the year, I feel like I'm starting to feel the segue. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I don't feel like um, labeling myself as a coach or even as an entrepreneur is correct. I feel like every label that I've ever assigned myself is very limiting. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe for some people that that those labels make sense still. And I think sometimes we use labels to help other people understand. But I think um, that yeah, when we come into more balance of duality, the labels and the names are not going to be as important. It's really going to be about the intention and the feeling. Um, and like you said, being above it, which I've, I've really. Yeah, you actually shared something that you experienced. Um, yeah. The last time we saw each other, you were saying that you, you basically started experiencing sitting above your human self. And that's, that's 90% of the intention behind what I was saying was we're going to collapse this whole, like getting caught up in all of it and identifying with all of it and attaching ourselves to all of it. And even not going to say experiencing it all together, but we're not going to get so caught up in the motions anymore. We yeah. will be able to sit above and to watch it unfold without, without really feeding any of it. I have a lot of dreams that kind of show me that, which is why I said that to you the last time uh, we saw each other. Um, I have a lot of dreams of God pulling me up and having me sit next to him or her, it, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. consciousness. Um, and being able to have that bird's eye view on what it is that needs to change or needs to be fixed or whatnot. And I also hear from a lot of my clients and followers before that they before they come to me or before they discover me, they actually see me flying in the astral realm, which is um, 
crazy because mm-hmm. uh, I, I never had that acknowledged until 2021. Um, but I do fly often in the astral realm, in the dream realm. Um, and I remember my dreams in the morning, typically. Um, and I think having that bird's eye view, and for some of us, that's easier than others, especially if you look at your astrology, you have air sign placements, it's going to be like we do, like we both do. <laughs> um, then it's a lot easier to be able to actually be above and to, to, to look down and have that bird's eye view. But I do feel like everyone can, can find that. Um, and if you need to reach out to someone, if you need to reach out to either one of us, to Sarah and I, for clarity on being able to see things from that bird's eye view and to dissect what's going on on that, um, you know, overthinking earthly realm, um, that's really important. And I think that's, again, like the unity consciousness of 2022 is understanding that we all have our unique gifts. And when we come together, that is where the real healing takes place. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of speechless after what you just said. So I'll, uh, I'll hand you back the mic. <laughs> flying around on my broomstick. <laughs> yeah, it's well, funny. At the beginning of the year, there were all these people on TikTok who were like, how do you astral project? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just, things happen. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, there's so many things that, um, that I've seen come to, to, to fruition this year. A lot of cycles are being closed. A lot of, um, a lot of new timelines are being opened actually. And I think as far as, you know, the external aspect of it, like seeing how quickly life is gonna catch up and how quickly the collective on the outside is gonna catch up. I don't think it's fully measurable. And I don't think um, we'll be fully able to, to see that transformation take place. But I know just, just based on what I've experienced individually and then what I've witnessed in the collective. And, and that's again, like beyond notion of, of external reality. Um, that there are major changes being being taken place. Um, there are so many things that are being closed, that are being brought to light, that uh, people are finally talking about. Um, yeah, uh, we may not be able to see the physical transcendence of all of this in the external world. Like surely there's always going to, you know, and especially in the media, you're always gonna see there's more shit to be fucking uncovered than uh than the good stuff but i i do believe that everyone is is responding to this major shift and it's not always seen 90 100% of it is done in the unseen anyways so yeah. um in that astral realm in the dream realm in those subtle realms and it's and it's really beautiful for us all to kind of understand that um we're all on these individual journeys and to honor that and to honor how unique it is for all of us. And we're all going to come more into ourselves within the new year. There's going to be so much more clarity within the new year. And for anyone listening, don't get caught up with the news. Don't get caught up with the politics. That stuff, some people will say that it's 4D. I don't believe it's 4D. Mm -hmm. Um, Conspiracy theories are not 4D. You figuring that out is like not a higher consciousness, higher dimensional way of thinking. It's not. Um, That stuff is going to keep you vibrationally low. Um, And you'll feel it. You'll feel it in your gut. So the biggest takeaway that I just want to end off with is 
for everyone to trust your intuition. And the more that you lean into your intuition, the more that you have that faith and that surrender process and that patience, the rest will unfold the way that it is meant to in divine timing. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I just want to second that because truly trust the process is, is like the number one top of the like the the divine billboard saying right now is fully trust the process and trust that everything that's arising right now is for you to either clear or build on and if it like the plain simplest detection and and signal or or whatever the easiest way to tell whether it's something you are ready to release and you're being called to release and something you're called to trust and surrender and deepen into is how it makes you feel your body knows if it's sucking the life out of your sister if it's bringing you pain it's bringing you down down a dark spiral of, of fear and confusion and whatever all of that low stuff is feel it for that it go let it go let it go let it go let it all go <laughs> absolutely and and even again like the whole notion of, of sitting above things too because yeah we're not here to let go of one identity to pick up another we yeah. are here to 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 halt it altogether to be the witnessing silent ever-changing consciousness we're not here to build more egos we're not here to um, build more belief systems that we'll have to take down later we're here to sit in the quiet in the in the ever-witnessing consciousness like I don't know what else to in the being. yes in the being thank and you that is enough. and being that's it absolutely Okay. Well, well our transition for 2022 is going to be really exciting. We both have new projects that are underway. Um, do we want to announce anything? Is there anything you want to announce? Just the excitement of more podcasts to come. More growth is is happening every single moment. So stay in our worlds, stay in our fields. Um, we're so excited to have you. I can't wait to share. Oh my God, these divine projects that I've been working on with other clients and all of the people that are coming in, just freaking wait. Oh my God, so much divine wisdom is coming through and uh, really just to keep in our fields. That's, that's yeah, most, stay most connected important. with us. I We didn't mention this earlier. So I do wanna just say this before we go that right now is an optimal time to sit down and start visualizing your goals. We don't have any planets in retrograde right now. So mm -hmm. sit and script. I have um, a video on TikTok on how to do that on how to script. Um, and you can always reach out to me for a clarity planning session for 2022 or to get your book started with Sarah as well, because there's so many stories that I want to see put out into the world in 2022. There are so many life lessons that need to be shared. Again, those conscious conversations. Um, and as for me, I feel that the upcoming year will be more teaching based and more about my um my journey of what got me to where I am right now and I finally feel like I'm on the other side of a cycle like I said at the beginning that I finally closed out so there's lots for me to teach in that so stay tuned for workshops um and that's really it and just enjoy the rest of 2021 and spend time with your friends and your family and giving your love 
back to yourself. Mm-hmm. And with the rest of the year, spend time with yourself and spend time with the divine. And we look forward. I mean, I'm really grateful to, to 21 for, for everything that it was and that it taught us. I wish everybody happy holidays. I wish you all a very joyful and blissful new year. And we will see you on the other side. We will see you. Thanks for listening. See you next time.